Welcome to Coaching Through Cancer, a show for partners, spouses, friends, and family of those fighting cancer. Daryl Taylor is a certified coach, a widower, and father. He knows firsthand the struggles that spouses and families go through after a cancer diagnosis. If you're in the battle of your life, you are not alone. This is the place for you. Hello and welcome to Coaching You Through. Today's episode, I want to talk to you about old stories and new stories. Uh, To set the premise for this, uh, we've talked a lot about our thoughts, right? Uh, In mindset coaching, that's our primary area of focus is looking at what you're thinking because it's going to control what you're feeling, some of what you're doing, and a lot of your results, right? Uh, And... That's obviously really important. Uh, But some of those thoughts we refer to as stories, right? The idea that you can tell yourself uh, the same thought over and over and over again. Um, uh, Recently, I had uh, an episode where I talked about I'm not an entrepreneur, right? It was a thought that I had, but it was also a story I told myself. Uh, The story part was the fact that, you know, I couldn't remember ever owning a business, uh, and that I'd always worked for a company and I'd done well and enjoyed my work and tried to do good work and have a good reputation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera move up the scale, all those things. Um, but I never really owned a business. And so when I started coaching the business part of it, I felt like it kind of stumped me. Uh, and it was really when I sort of unpacked that question and said, I am not an entrepreneur uh, and asked myself, is that true? I realized that I had actually owned a business, not owned, but uh, a friend of mine and I, we started a, a, a business uh, together doing some, some painting for a little bit back when we were younger. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, asking myself, is it that I don't know anything about being an entrepreneur, working for myself and, you know, referencing experiences uh, as a young man where, you know, I did the lawn care in our neighborhoods and would go from, you know, house to house and solicit work and, you know, would do the work and clean it up and, you know, all the other things that went along with it. You know, not the same as running like a small business in a, in a state, but, uh, or lawn care business even. Um, but that there was some entrepreneurial uh, spirit and blood in me and knowledge perhaps, Right. Um, But those two stories combine, right? So in the moment that I am uh, thinking about starting my own practice as a coach, and I'm telling myself, I don't know how, I don't know where to find clients, I don't, uh, you know, uh, uh, know how to market, I'm not good at marketing, marketing doesn't feel good, etc., etc. All these stories that I told myself, right? Oh, I could do the thing. Could I coach? Absolutely. But can I bring people into a business? Can I... Uh, establish a brand? Can I establish, um, you know, uh, a customer base? Can I, you know, do all the other things that are necessary with the business? I told myself that I didn't know how, that it wasn't a part of my makeup. And so that's why it was going to be harder for me than for someone who was coming from maybe an entrepreneurial background where they had, you know, run several businesses. Um, and, And just ask myself, was that true? But that story was compounded with the, the quote-unquote, 
history of evidence that I had always worked for someone else. Right? Um, I'm going to go one step further and say that for me also, uh, it might have been the case that I was telling myself another story that was not true, um, which is that I had not had, as an example in my life, any of my in-laws or relatives that I could remember that started their own business. We had worked for companies, worked in government, um, uh, military service, all the other things that, that you see people do in service to either an institution or um, a company. But I didn't have any examples of someone who, uh, you know, created their own thing and did their own thing. Um, and that some of that could also be linked to um, my upbringing in, uh, in, in the community that I grew up in, right? It was a very poor community and, and uh, there were a lot of people who just never had jobs. Um, and, and all those things might combine, right, to, to tell me that there's a story that it is, um, is difficult, that it's rare, um, that it's hard to do entrepreneurial work. You know, that's just one example. There are other examples, too, uh, you know, where sometimes you can compound stories even though you've reached some measure of success, you can have stories that compound on one another that tell you that because you are a, um, a, a woman that you could never run a business, right? And that story is not maybe something that comes from your, your, your work history where you've always worked for a company and never done anything entrepreneurial. Uh, it could be a story that's compounded because it comes from society, right? There just aren't a lot of examples, or there are more now, but there may not have been a lot of examples as you came up that showed you stories of women who were, um, you know, founders of companies and, and grew those companies to, you know, certain heights. Um, and it could be compounded from cultural expectations that say that, as a woman, you're supposed to show up a certain way and that that's not to be, um, you know, sort of a boardroom personality, that you should be, you know, uh, more uh, seen and less heard, right? All of these things are not true and some of them are outright nasty, um, but they are stories that are a part of our lives and they influence how we think. And consequently, consequently, they influence how we feel uh, given certain circumstances, like starting a business or maybe growing your business or maybe how you show up in marketing your business, right? And, and this can be the case in other areas of life as well, right? I mean, just think about relationships. You know, if you've grown up where... Um, you grew up in a household where, you know, dad worked and mom stayed at home. Not that there's any wrong, anything wrong with that picture or that, that solution for a family. Um, but if it tells you that that is a role that you have to have and that it limits you from considering yourself in any other role, 
right? Well, now it's no longer serving you. It's not that it's a bad story or that it's a wrong story, but it's certainly not serving you in your endeavors right now. And telling that story, having that story linger in the back of your head while trying to do something, maybe for the first time, right, can add to the weight and the difficulty of, of, of the emotions that surround doing that thing. And what I want to offer is let's explore those stories, right? You know, when we go through this exercise of saying, what am I thinking? What am I telling myself? You know, as I told myself, I'm not an entrepreneur. Um, or, you know, if you've told yourself, I'm not a public speaker. I can't talk in front of people. I don't, you know, I have an accent or, you know, I, I'm, I'm not good with words. Um, you know, whatever it might be, right? Um, let's look at that for for what it's doing for you in the moment. But I think it's also valuable to think, what else? What else have I told myself? What else am I presuming, right? Even in the context of this story, that might not be true. That women should be seen and not heard is a lie. It's, it's atrocious. Um, that, um, you know, minorities don't... Uh, create or own businesses is a lie and it's not useful or helpful um, that I don't know how to take an idea that's of value to myself and I know is of value to other people and tell people about it and make an offer to, to help them is not true and it's not helpful, right? And so while it can be painful and challenging, in certain circumstances, uh, I would encourage you to explore both the current story you're telling yourself and how that fits as a chapter, right? In maybe a story, a broader story um, that you've been telling yourself for a long time. And the question for both is, are they true? Uh, will they always be true? Right? Is there any condition or circumstance where something else could also be true and allow that to sort of break the hold that these stories have on our minds and on our thoughts and how they impact how we feel about doing the thing so that we can take actions that really um, explore all the headroom that we have in terms of pursuing our dreams pursuing our visions, and and really becoming the best version of ourselves. Okay. Um, thank you for listening. I look forward to talking to you again. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Share this episode with friends, families, and others in the fight. We'd love to hear from you. What's your story? What are your thoughts, experiences, and what would you like to hear discussed? reach out at www.coachingyouthrough.com. That's coachingyouthrough, with the letter U, dot com.